All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. If there's any upside uh, to what is unfolding in our country today, it's a very selfish one, and there's no upside. I can tell you right now we're shredding our Constitution. You know, I had the great one on last night, his, he, his dire warning uh, that we are post constitutional America. Think about that. We're now witnessing this in real time. This is not something you're going to read about. It's happening now right before your eyes is that I was scheduled uh, for oral surgery today and uh, I got to put it off a day. Now I have to do it over the weekend. I'm like, there goes your weekend. But anyway, uh, glad, glad you are with us. All right. So for the first time in history, Well, not really. I mean, unless you you want to bring up the case of Ulysses Grant, and I guess his carriage was uh, going a little bit uh, too fast, and and apparently he got arrested at the time. Not exactly the same thing, but I'll get to that in a second. You know, I think the best headline that I saw uh, just came out with the New York Post. Uh, Trump would have been better off robbing Stormy Daniels with a gun, and Bragg would have thrown the case out. Because that's what he's known for. I mean, we've gone over some of his track record, but this is a guy that downgrades 52% of all felony cases brought before him to misdemeanors. This is the first time ever we keep talking about this novel legal theory that is being used by D.A. Bragg, the same D.A. that ran as a candidate to go after one man, Donald Trump, One organization, the Trump organization, one family, the Trump family. Anyway, so he's he's come up with this novel legal theory to criminalize a a non-disclosure agreement from seven years ago and to take a a a misdemeanor charge on the state level, which has a two year statute of limitations and marry it to a federal law, which the, the FEC had passed on, the DOJ had passed on the Mueller investigation passed on this was the zombie case as described in that book by the former prosecutor that was mad that Bragg didn't go after Donald Trump for spitting on the sidewalk um this you know this is all now transparent so when Jonathan Turley says you know James Comey couldn't contain himself it's been a good day this is a guy remember early October 2016 the FBI sent agents over to meet Christopher Steele offered him a million dollars if he could corroborate the dirty Hillary Clinton bought and paid for Russian dossier. And guess what? Christopher Steele could never collect his million dollars. Now, how does that impact Comey? It would have been a good day if he was charged. We would have had equal justice under the law. But we got one system of justice if you are a liberal Democrat, Hillary Clinton, uh, 33,000 emails deleted, bleach bit, busted up devices, Blackberries, iPhones with hammers, missing SIM cards. Uh, No prosecutor would ever prosecute. Top secret, classified information. Unlike Donald Trump, she did not have the power to declassify as secretary of state. What happened? No no reasonable prosecutor would ever prosecute. Uh, So James Comey, it's been a good day. Former FBI director teaching and speaking and writing books and being paid uh, a fortune. And meanwhile, this is the guy that couldn't pay Christopher Steele a million bucks. And then by the end of October, he signed that FISA warrant uh, that, in fact, even Andrew McCabe admitted without the dirty dossier. 
They never would have had the FISA warrant approved. So that was the bulk of information to get the FISA warrant. Uh, later, when under questioning from Lindsey Graham, all the people that signed the FISA applications said, well, knowing what we know now, I would not have signed it. They knew then. Forget about knowing now. It says at the top of a FISA warrant, it says verified. Not only was it uh, not verified, it was not verifiable, period, end of the sentence. You know, but but think about this. Trump would have been better off robbing Stormy. What is, what, what is Jonathan Turley talking about? And he's, he goes on to talk about Comey declining to prosecute Hillary for her email scandal, despite the fact that she violated federal rules and mishandled classified documents. Just careless, just sloppy, just like Sandy Berger going into the National Archives. He was sloppy, we were told by every liberal commentator. Uh, he was sloppy because while in there, he removed certain documents. I'd love to know what they are. And how did he remove them? Did he accidentally put them in a the wrong pile and carry them out? No. He shoved them down his pants. Just think maybe this is a case of sloppiness. I'm sure it was a careless, sloppy moment. And he admits this, and he was sloppy about it. I'm sloppy, too, so I'm I can sloppy. appreciate Everyone, this. I can Obviously, appreciate it. Uh, the sloppiness was not something that uh, we're going to regret later. And it was a case of sloppiness. Sloppy. 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 Anyone that goes to the National Archives... Just know you're not going to get charged. You know, it's considered sloppy if you take documents and you shove them right down your pants where your private parts are. You shove it down your the other side of your pants where your backside is. You shove it down your socks and then you walk out with it never to be seen uh, for, seen again. That's an amazing thing. You know, so James Conn, it's been a good day. You know, and then, of course, liberals are celebrating, but... The actual charges, you know, we'll find out more with the indictment. I'm going to tell you everything that Donald Trump will go through. We expect now that this will take place on Tuesday at 2.15. Joe, uh, uh, the president's attorney, Joe Tacopino, will join us today. We'll also be checking in with our legal team, and we'll get their take on, on how weak this case is and how do they possibly get to 30-plus uh, charges against Donald Trump. It's probably each individual payment, is my guess, is how that's going to play out. Uh, maybe a surprise or two. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speculate on on any of that. Uh, but we do know what it is rooted in, and we do know that we don't have equal justice under the law. You know, Turley goes on to say. You know, when you think about it, Mueller could have gone after the Stormy Daniels issue. He did not. The DOJ could have. They did not. The FEC could have. They did not. Uh, Alvin Bragg's predecessor said, no, nah, he never got there after a couple of years of investigating this thing, after a number of years. Uh, and even Bragg himself, he wanted no part of it in the beginning. Then this guy writes a book and, and leaves the office and says that uh, they're, they're protecting Donald Trump. This was called the zombie case by this guy. But if you look at Bragg's record, he downgraded 52% of all felony cases to misdemeanors. He doesn't he's not about the business of increasing <clears throat> the weight of a charge unless your name is Trump. I mean, if you look at I'll give you a couple of plea deals that that Alvin Bragg was involved in two criminals involved in the 2018 fatal stabbing of a U.S. Army vet, father of three. Uh, one of the attackers received a slap on the wrist prison sentence of seven years. I mean, we're talking about. Murder, criminals involved, a stabbing death. 
Anyway, seven years after taking a deal with Bragg's office, including pleading guilty to a lesser gang assault charge, the other attacker took a deal with Bragg's office, pled guilty to assault, and only received time served in jail for the time she spent in jail while the case went through the courts. No additional time. This guy is dead. This Army veteran, is father of three, is dead. Bragg's office made a plea deal with Justin Washington. He only got a 30-day sentence after pleading guilty to a lesser charge of coercion in the rape of his own teenage relative. A week before he was to be sentenced, Washington went on an alleged sex crime spree assaulting women, four women and one man. Whoopsie-daisy. That's, that's what you get with defund, dismantle, no bail laws, and these crazy, insane, uh, politically motivated prosecutors. Bragg downgraded the charges of an armed robber with a history of violent crimes to misdemeanors, other low-level offenses, and he was released, was then released without bail. And then in January, he entered a pharmacy, stole $2,209 of product, including cold medicine. When an employee tried to stop him, he takes out a knife and says, F you, I'm taking everything. Now, he returned to the same store later that day to steal even more merchandise after he was arrested and charged with criminal possession of a weapon and first-degree robbery. Uh, there's the, you know, the infamous bank robber, the guy that got, got caught five, on five separate banks. Each time was let out with no bail. He actually thanked the prosecutor for being so lenient. The worst bank robber in the history of bank robbing. He got caught five times. Was it five or four? Five? Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, when this guy Roland was arraigned, Bragg's office downgraded all of these charges to, uh, you know, petty larceny, low-level offenses. He had a long history of violent crime, including rape, robbery, drug dealing, assault with a deadly weapon. Bragg gave a six-month sweetheart deal to uh, another guy for his role in a violent attack who was attending a guy that was attending a pro-Israel rally in New York of May of 2021. According to the New York Post, the guy called the victim a dirty Jew. His words went, in other words, like a hate crime attack during the brutal gang beating and allegedly told officers I'd do it again. He said I'd, uh, he would do it again. Bragg told the Jewish insider that after considering the full context of conduct, he decided the plea deal was appropriate as a kind of individualized justice depending upon a person's role in the charge. And I can keep going. You know, he has a, a controversial soft on crime memo. He said his office will not seek to in, incarcerate and sentence except for with homicides and a handful of other cases. Huh? Well, I mean... Do you wonder why all of this is happening? It's, it's, it's so obvious, it's transparent, it's so political. So if this does go down, it looks like it's going to happen, and we'll confirm with the president's attorney, Don Jr., also coming up today uh, when they're on the program. But So the president is indicted. Remember, you can indict a ham sandwich. And I don't say this to be insulting, but there are many people that have no idea how a grand jury works. And it's this simple. A grand jury, in this case, New York City, is comprised of, you know, nine out of ten registered voters are liberals. They're Democrats. They're socialists. So anyway, so that's that's the pool of, of grand jurors that you have. Not good. 
Uh, but the defense, for, may, for those of you that may not know, they don't get any opportunity to present a case or put forward evidence in a grand jury proceeding. Defense doesn't get to say a word. And this guy can say whatever he wants, hold back any exculpatory evidence that he may have, and get the indictment. Okay, well, at least Joe Tacopina is going to have a chance to put on a defense. That's something the grand jury didn't get to hear. And it was probably a big mistake and an accident on the part of, you know, the, some of these people to, to let Bob Costello go before the, the grand jury. I'll play some of that later in the program. Anyway, the president will face all these charges, most of it related to the the $130,000 payment, but we had information from Robert uh, Michael Cohn's attorney that, in fact, uh, the Trump organization, Trump campaign, had nothing to do with it. That would be called exculpatory evidence. Then you have Trump's former, I'm sorry, Michael Cohn's former legal advisor, Bob Costello. And what did he say? That when... Michael Cohn was distraught, even suicidal, that he spoke at length with him and said, if you don't want to go to jail, what do you have on Donald Trump to give them? He did this for hours with Michael Cohn. And he kept saying, I don't have anything on Donald Trump. Uh, and then he said, but I'll never go into jail. And it was clear to Bob Costello, he says it, he said it on my show, that what he was saying was that I'll lie, cheat, steal, do whatever I have to do Uh to keep myself from going to jail. He ended up going to jail anyway. Uh, yes, there'll be mugshots taken. Uh, yes, we'll find out what the charges are. Uh, after the indictment, Bragg's office will call, you know, has already called Trump's attorney. They actually wanted Trump to uh, appear today, but the Secret Service helped squash that. Uh, is there going to be a perp walk, you know, Donald Trump in handcuffs, just so they can embarrass and humiliate him? There might be. It's possible. He's going to have uh, he's going to be fingerprinted and he's going to appear in a courtroom. That's 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 the first time this has happened in history. Anyway, quick break. We'll take uh, your calls to also coming up today and Don Jr. and the president's attorney and our legal experts. 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program on this busy news Friday, thank you for being with us.